From the shores of the Colorado River on the beautiful Parker Strip, you're listening to the Parker Livecast. I'm joined in the studio this morning by Sheriff Bill Risen. How are you? I'm very good, John. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So uh, it's been a busy couple of days. You know, I was just, uh, I don't know if you saw, we, we had an egg challenge we put out where we said, look, if, if, if you can send us pictures of an egg frying outside without, you know, without uh, any form of artificial heat, just in the sun, uh, you know, we'll have some entries and maybe we'll get a few of those and we'll see. Man, I've my email was filled with pictures of eggs yesterday, just tons and tons and tons of them out in the, you know, and we allowed, uh, I told people, you know, if you want to put them in a frying pan, that's fine. Or if you want to put them in a skillet. So people did all kinds of stuff. You know, they put them in, I guess one person put it in like a metal drum. Someone put uh, in a skillet. Other people had in frying pan or other people just had them broken out on their driveway. I'm sure, I'm not sure how many driveways we messed up with this, but uh, they were cooking. I mean, it is weird to see, you know? Yeah, did anybody put it on the hood of their car to show how hot it was? <laughs> I don't think anyone wanted to mess up their car. It's funny, though, because I did get a lot of... I, I'm going to have to... I think later on this morning, we'll judge, you know, try to find a, a winner. But uh, I have a lot of pictures of eggs uh, from yesterday. So I thought there might be a few people. I thought we might get th- three or four, you know. We had tons of them. So, yeah, a lot of people were jumping into that. You're the most listened to station learner. Around the area. That's true. That's true. And we put it out on our on our um, Parker Live Facebook page, too. And I think some people probably found it that way. But, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, really, really good stuff. But, you know, the, the heat isn't all fun. And there's a lot of people. Uh, we've been talking a lot here on the radio about the vulnerable. And every time I mention the heat, it seems like I'm reminding people, hey, there are people who need looked after. There are, pe- there are pets that need, you know, pets that are outdoor pets and things like that that you can really... You could really use a lot of attention at this time. And yesterday we got to 123 that's degrees. very believable. Yeah, 123. And, you know, people seem to think that that's a dime a dozen. That's extremely rare on the official record if you look back. You know, 123 doesn't happen often. Well, when you get up that high at a certain point. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. Yeah. It's just like opening the oven door and putting <laughs> your face in. That's what I said, because I went out uh, yesterday in the middle of, you know, I looked at the temp here. We have, this is the National Weather Service uh, readout up here. So when I go outside, I'm thinking, man, I want to fe- see what this feels like. And it felt like a summer day in Parker. You know, it, it after a certain temp, you kind of become used to it, I guess, or, or whatever. But the point is... Um, there are vulnerable, and I guess you guys have been dealing with some of them. Yes. Yesterday, about noon, Captain Bagby came to me. He said uh, he felt that we needed to start checking on our vulnerables out in the county. Mm-hmm. So we got a hold of uh, Darla and Janine and uh, asked them if they could provide us some addresses and names of people that we might need to check on. Yeah, the Parker Senior Center has these lists of yes. people who they help out or or go to that they know are out there yes and in fact if people will call into the sheriff's station we will put them on a list and we will send deputies out to check on them periodically oh i know we have one person out in salome that uh every few days we check on to make sure they're Mm. okay yeah well that's really that's really above and beyond but those are people that need it right i mean yes a lot of the times uh i hear that we have you know the the 
an elderly population that's bigger than most. Yes. Uh, and that a lot of these people don't have a lot. So, like, they're in small units out there in the middle of the desert. Many of our elderly live out there by themselves. And when I say by themselves, it's not like Rainbow Acres where it's a community or mm. a quartzite. They live in the desert at the crossroads of two dirt roads that aren't named that we have to try and find them. Wow. I mean, they live in nowhere land. Yeah. I mean, there might be a power pole, and that's about it. That's amazing. Yeah, and I think about that, and, and I can't even really wrap my head around it, you know? But uh, I know that we're reaching some of those people even right now talking. So, I mean, I always keep that in mind, that there are people that don't really get out of that, you know, that isolation very often, and that they do need to be checked on, and people need to care about them. Right. And so, um, did you guys end up going going out? Yes, we sent our deputies out. Uh what I called it is we gave priority dispatch, which means uh, the dispatch of the deputies to check on the seniors took a priority over many other different types of calls because this is a life or death situation. Yes. Also called up uh, Quartzsite Chief uh, Ponce and Parker Chief uh, Romo, mm-hmm. and they have some that live in their jurisdictions. We asked if it would be okay if we started dispatching their units also, and they almost demanded yes. I mean, mm-hmm. they wanted complete involvement in it. Yeah. So both Parker and Quartzsite were also responding out there, checking on the elderly. And then if we were tied up uh, because we were checking on an elderly in the county area, we would have another agency come in and handle an emergency call for us if it was necessary. Gotcha. So it was very interesting. We found uh, two people that were in need of uh, immediate aid. Uh, their air conditioning had quit working. Wow. And they needed water. And that's why I'm here today is we need water badly. We need cases of bottled water. Now, when you say, is this because they don't have that and they need, you mean drinking water, basically? Drinking water. Okay. Because some of them live out there and they've got well water that, yeah, you can wash in, but no, you really don't want to drink. Mm. So I see. Uh, they're provided with... Uh, the bottled water. So tell tell me about the the people that you said with the the air conditioning. So these are people that live on their own, the, the, out, out of ways, right? And they have window box air conditioners, things like that, stuck in the wall. And we came on two that uh, didn't work. One was out in uh, Wendon area, mm-hmm. and a second one down in Cibola. So they had no AC. They had no AC. Uh, How were they doing? They were surviving. I mean. Not comfortably. I mean, my deputies were dying with the heat when they went into their houses. I just can't imagine that. I mean, because a lot of those places, too, are not very well insulated. So it's not like they're sitting there in relative comfort when it's 123 out without air conditioning. No, it's not comfort in any way, shape or form. And And that's where you start to go. I think I read yesterday that they said most of the fatalities due to heat were because people's air conditioners had stopped working and they and that was the issue that was what they were saying Mm -hmm. and so this is you're you're not wrong that this is life or death it really is yes it is yeah it's not a game it's it's a matter of them surviving so what happened what was done with those people well we had made arrangements through darla to bring them in to parker and we had a motel that was going to take them until we could get air conditioning air conditioners back to them uh you're too, you're too young to realize this, but as people get older, they don't want to be a bother. Mm. And so they ultimately said, no, we don't want to be a bother. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. Uh. 
So we'll be out again this morning, checking on them, trying to get the air conditioning units out to them. The funny part is they don't want to be a bother, but when they don't go, that's when they become a bother because then it becomes manpower intensive. <laughs> right. We You've have, got to go back out to them. Right. We have plans set up that we can take care of them. And when they throw the monkey wrench into them, go, no, we don't mm -hmm. want to do that. All right. You don't well, have to. And that strikes me as being very much reality, too, that uh, people sometimes they'd rather be uncomfortable and in a, in a potentially dangerous situation in their own home. Right. Than to be anywhere else. It's almost like a uh, barn shock, especially if you've been in a place for a long time. You kind of don't want to leave it after a while. It's your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I kind of understand the, that. Very much so for the elderly. Yeah. Uh, they're very comfortable in their own homes. They're very uncomfortable outside their homes. Right. So uh, what yeah. we're asking for is people to bring in donations of bottled water to the sheriff's department. Uh, if you just want to drop it off uh, at the rear of the station on, I believe it's uh, Laguna, where our jail is, just drop it there and we will have trustees or deputies carry it in and we'll start stockpiling it so we can get it out. Yeah, that, that's a high traffic area for you guys, isn't it, back there? So it's not like if you if you just have time to literally kick it out the door of your car and leave it, that it, it'll go to waste. Like, it'll be right there. It'll, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. We'll take care of it. I will guarantee you that all of it will go to the people it's supposed to go to. Okay. Our deputies normally carry cases of water in the trucks. Mm -hmm. When we stop to see if somebody needs help, we will leave bottles of water with them. Um, cell phones have created a new problem for us. Before, when you saw a car pulled over on the side of the road, it was because the car didn't work. Someone was having an issue. Right. Now... People are pulled over on the side of the road. They're on their cell phones. Right. So it slows us down a little because there's a lot more on the side of the road that we're checking on to make sure they're okay. But we don't want to leave anybody out there without water. No, I get you. Absolutely. Uh, good morning. Hi, you're on the radio. Yes. Uh, my name is uh, Linda. I'm listener number 11. Oh, hey, Linda. Hi. Hey, I have a window air conditioner that works. And I'd be happy to donate it. It's just sitting in my garage. Okay. If you call the sheriff's department, uh, our number is 928-669-6141. Ask for myself, the sheriff, or Captain Bagby. We'll get your information and send somebody out to pick up the air conditioner from you. Even if it's been used, uh, it's still got life left to it. And for somebody that doesn't have one, that needs one, it's a gift of breath. Yes, may I have that number again? 928-669-6141. And just ask for me, Bill Risen, or you can ask for Bagby or any of the lieutenants that are there. And we will send somebody out to pick up the air conditioner and make sure it gets out to somebody who can use it. Yeah, I'm right here in town. Oh, good. Okay. That makes it easy. Yes, it does. Yeah. All right, Linda, th thank you so much. That's very generous. Yes. More than welcome. I hope it helps somebody. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your call. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, I mean, uh, and people have been stepping up, I guess, in numerous ways on this stuff, as, as far as I understand. I actually passed by in the lobby here this morning. I passed by an air conditioner. What is that? Do you know what that is? I can take a wild guess. Juanita's already involved. <laughs> so uh, yes. I'm sure she's putting together air conditioners to go out. 
Window air conditioners, really, it's not cost effective to repair them. It's just better to replace them. Replace yeah. them. It's kind of like your laptop. How often do you send them out for repair? Right. Or do you just replace it because they're obsolete anyway? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and and you're right. I mean, and even if you get, uh, I mean, it's, it sounds like you have two, pe- two people uh, that needed it right now. But tomorrow there could be another or, you know, another could- day there could be another. And and the thing is, people don't, I think, maybe understand how the heat affects air conditioners. They go out more. It's it's the it's the ironic thing about it is at a, at the time that you need it most, it's the most likely to go out. Absolutely. And um, so I guess AC repair people have been <laughs> have been very very busy the last the last little while. Uh, very, very busy. Okay, uh, Juanita says uh, take that you that need to take that AC one. AC unit and use it. Okay. Yeah. And she says she's getting some fans, too, this morning for people. That's good, too, Juanita. Thank you. We can always depend on you and KLPZ to help us out. And I got a message, too, uh, that uh, that was Amanda. Uh, some Someone called Amanda donated that unit that's out there that we were talking about. Good morning. Hi. Hey, it's me. Hey, Juanita. Hey, take, have Bill take that AC unit with him. Okay, yeah, we just were talking about it. So and I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm getting some fans this morning too. Okay, great. Okay. Thank awesome. you, Juanita. You're welcome. Thanks. And Bye. we will take donations of air conditioning units if you want to go to Walmart and buy. Don't get the giant ones. Get the smaller units. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will pick them up and take them out to people that need them. And those that we don't actually take out immediately, we'll take over to the senior center so that uh, when they become aware of a problem, they have the availability of putting them out there, too. Yeah, there's a need there for sure. I mean, what we're discovering is not everybody is in a really good, is set up really well for this kind of heat. Even And, and they're in need. I mean, they are people that are in need, basically, in our own communities. Right. So, I mean, that it becomes a very important thing. Uh, so water, cases of water, cases of water, doesn't have to be designer water, the cheapest water that you get at the grocery store. Right. That's perfectly fine. Uh, bring them by the sheriff's department. We'll put them in a shaded area and then we'll start, uh, putting them into the pickup trucks and sending them out into the county area for people to use. Uh, I know it was either yesterday or the day before we had a vehicle totally involved and wiped out on the Alamo road Mm. as far as a fire. Um, I put out a request for people, if they see a deputy pulled over, look and see if it looks like the deputy's okay, because we have had deputies that have had heat exhaustion out there, too. I bet. And we're just as susceptible as everyone else. And many times my deputies are volunteering to help the people that need help, so they're out there in the heat while the people are sitting in the shade. Yeah. So, you know, this is take care of each other time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, 669-6141 Correct. at the sheriff's office if people want to talk about this more or offer help or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, John. Thanks, uh, Sheriff Bill Risen. Mm-hmm.